Hi, it's DeWire. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. It is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. As I make this video, the Atlanta Hawks are putting a beating on the Charlotte Hornets. Let's talk about the Eastern Conference. Please check the archives. I have a video on the Western Conference. In my opinion, there's a Goliath in the room in the West. It's Phoenix. If Phoenix stays healthy, I'm expecting that team to make the NBA Finals. Now let's talk about the Eastern Conference. Let's eliminate some teams early on. The two seed, the Boston Celtics. Folks, they might have the biggest injury of this postseason outside of Dallas's Luka Doncic. Right, the Robert Williams injury kills the Boston Celtics. I do not expect them to win the East. The Celtics are a defensive team. One of the linchpins was Robert Williams. Understand, not every effective player is well known by the public. This guy was essential to Boston's chances. I believe Boston is badly hurt by this, especially since they play the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the playoffs. I'm shocked that Brooklyn is the underdog according to the series price. You're getting a plus 125 right now on Brooklyn against uh, the Celtics. I'm expecting the Celtics to fade. I'm not expecting them, even though they have a high seed, to win the East. Likewise, and we're going to sound tough here, I just don't believe enough in the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls have a better winning percentage than they do stats to justify it. I believe there's a big injury here too. Lonzo Ball. Now maybe Lonzo isn't the most efficient shooter you've seen. But he's one of the better defenders on the Bulls. I don't see the Bulls coming out of the Eastern Conference. Let's talk about another team that's looked inspired of late. The Toronto Raptors. Now, because of the way laws are set up, their COVID regulations help them. Right? A guy like Kyrie Irving might not be able to play in Toronto. But what doesn't help them is if you look at the ages of the players, and I know with Kawhi Leonard, they won it all a few years ago. But folks, this team is young. In other words, Siakam at 27 is really one of the older guys on the team. I believe my own bias. You need some guys who are in their early 30s, some veteran leadership not just in the clubhouse, but on the court, right? You need some guy who's done it or who's been in the league long enough to have credibility. So when the arguments happen, that guy can pick sides and quickly resolve them. I don't believe Toronto has that. Also, when I see a team with an effective field goal shooting percentage that's 27th in the league, I don't think that cuts it. 
right? I don't think this team is efficient enough offensively to compete. So I don't see them coming out of the East. Now, you heard me mention the Atlanta Hawks earlier. They're beating Charlotte right now, right? They, of course, made the conference finals last year. I just don't see it happening for them, right? I just don't. I don't believe that team has enough, just like I don't believe the Cleveland Cavaliers have enough offense. So let's focus on the teams that I feel have a chance in the East. You heard me mention the Nets. Understand you can't go by season numbers with the team in part because of Kyrie Irving's status. He wasn't able to play home games for the longest time. He's going to be playing home games now in the playoffs. Let's talk about the elephant in the room with the Nets, Ben Simmons. Now, let me just say this. You know, Ben Simmons might have his problems shooting the basketball from the outside. Right? He's limited. Let me just make a point here. Magic Johnson in the 1980s, when he stepped into the league for Michigan State, was extremely limited from the outside. Carl Malone, quite frankly, when he arrived in the league, was extremely limited from the outside. This is not unusual. You have a tall guy like this who's big man on campus, who's getting every layup imaginable. Then he hits a three-point shooting league. He hits a professional league with defenders who will say, look, player, you're not going to get a layup on me. You're going to have to force me to come out and guard you by proving you can hit outside shots. And you'll be surprised how many elite basketball players fall into the Ben Simmons category. Right, this current era where big men, Joel Embiid, Joker, can actually hit threes, that's relatively new. We were amazed a few years ago that Derek Coleman had an outside shot. Now, Simmons's response, his mental anguish, I'll admit, that's a wild card. Who knows if Simmons is even going to play? But I need for you to understand that Ben Simmons, even without an outside shot, is one of the NBA's elite, and I mean elite, defensive players. You're telling me I actually have a 6'10 guy who can D up a James Harden, right, who can slow down a Jimmy Butler. Folks, that's incredibly invaluable. Let me also point out in the 90s, we had a head case guy who was great defensively, Dennis Rodman. Rodman ended up picking up rings because all the team needed him to do was to play defense and get rebounds. If Ben Simmons can just contribute 20 minutes of stellar defense a night, that would help the Nets immeasurably. 
But understand, he's a wild card. He hasn't been playing. We don't know where he is this year on the court. And speaking of the court, understand the problem with having the low seed the Nets have, the seventh seed. That means there likely is no home court advantage for them. Right? In the biggest series of the year, right, deeper in the playoffs, assuming the Nets get by Boston, they're an underdog, I'm taking the Nets over Boston. Right? I'm expecting home court to start to matter later in the playoffs. So the Nets, to me, you want to take them in the series against Boston. I believe they have a chance in the East. But this is going to be a theme here. The East is murky because you can't go by the numbers because of what's happened during the year. Understand, too, half of the Nets' numbers include James Harden, who's no longer with the team. Also, the team now has depth that it didn't have before because of that James Harden trade. Let's talk about another team that you really can't judge going off the numbers, the 76ers. James Harden has only been there for half the season. Right here, again, let me say this, and I don't say it lightly. The MVP vote only really has two candidates. With all due respect to Giannis, it's Embiid and it's Joker. But Embiid, in my opinion, I'm just talking for myself, isn't the best player on his team. That's James Harden. Now, I know Harden has problems staying in shape. Let's just be blunt, right? They claim Kevin Durant was shocked early in the year at how out of shape James Harden was. And keep in mind, those two are boys going back to their days together with Oklahoma and the Thunder, a team that made the finals years ago. Well, let me just say this. When you have offensive weapons, and Harden has a year where he scored 36 points a game, like James Harden and Joel Embiid, who just won the scoring title, but who, quite frankly, isn't the scorer. James Harden is, right? Harden has multiple scoring titles. You're going to have nights where if those two guys just catch fire, it's the ball game. Right? Same thing with the Nets and Kyrie and KD. Two guys who went 40, 50, 90 in a season in the past. So don't rule out the 76ers. But here again, the Sixers have a lower seed, right? They have like the fourth seed or something. So they are unlikely to have home court advantage deep in the playoffs, right? Just food for thought. Let's also point out the obvious. James Harden, as a defender, is not Ben Simmons. Let's talk about two other teams who have a shot. Now, Miami has a big injury. They're the one seed. They have home court, right? You know what they say, offense comes and goes, but if you're great defensively, 
you should be able to pull that off every day. And they have Bam Adebayo, excellent defender. And they have Jimmy Buckets, who himself can play some defense. They also have, and I think you need to think about this, one of the best coaches in the game, Eric Spolstra. Right? I mean, understand, the Nets, nobody knows if Steve Nash is a good coach. I can tell you, I know Spolstra's a good coach. But P.J. Tucker, he's one of those glue guys. He's one of those guys who you're watching the playoffs and Tucker who changes jerseys, right? He's with Houston, he's with Milwaukee, now he's with Miami. Tucker's one of the key people on the court. They give him ridiculously tough defensive assignments, saving the Stars, right? The Stars are able to play more aggressively, score more points, because guys like Tucker are doing the dirty work. You want defensive intensity? You just watch P.J. Tucker. I'm not surprised that Pat Riley prioritized getting P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker has a calf problem. Right? I'm just telling you calf problems are one of the worst problems to have in basketball. Because you use your legs. And because it's the kind of thing where, oh, you step wrong. Something you really can't avoid because of all the cuts. And that calf problem could then go back to being a long-term problem. P.J. Tucker has a calf problem right now. That's a concern. Maybe not in the early rounds of the playoffs because Miami's not playing Brooklyn. Boston is. Right? Maybe not the first round of the playoffs, but let's just hope P.J. comes back sooner rather than later. I like the Heat. Let's be kind here. Let me pick my words carefully. Let's realize that the Heat made it to the finals. Right? Bam and Jimmy were in the finals against LeBron recently. But let's also consider the fact that Jimmy Butler is a difficult personality. Right? There are some reports that Jimmy was yelling at teammates and stuff like that. This is not the first team that's happened on. I think Miami is a live underdog in the Eastern Conference, right? Because everyone's focused on the Nets, Durant. They're focused on the Sixers, Embiid, right? Kyrie Irving, James Harden here. We're overlooking the one seed, the Miami Heat. If I had one bet to make, though, as to who comes out of the conference... Folks, it's the same as it ever was, right? Just like I'm picking Phoenix in the West, I think Phoenix is the best bet on the board, right, to come out of the conference, Phoenix, Western Conference. But here, I look at the Bucks, the defending Eastern Conference champion, the defending champions, period. And I'm looking at the usual suspects. Folks, they're all back. Giannis. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, 
Folks, they're all back. Giannis did have a great year. Deservedly was in the MVP conversation. Drew Holiday is one of the best defensive players in the National Basketball Association. This is a team that had the mental toughness to be down two games to none in their first finals as a team. And then to come back, didn't even require a game seven. Won the NBA finals on their home court in six games. I like the age on this team too, right? Middleton, George Hill, another guy you need to think about. Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, they're all in their 30s. Right, believe it or not, the superstar Giannis is one of the younger guys on the team, right? Several of the other major contributors are older than him. Now, I'll agree. And they're rested, of course. They rested guys the last game of the season. Now, I'll agree their defensive numbers aren't great this year. But this is that veteran team that I believe can turn it on. And that certainly has more continuity than the Nets and the 76ers. In other words, there's no swap of James Harden for Ben Simmons and a bunch of other players. Right? Steph Curry and all these other guys. Seth Curry and all these other guys. Right? No. The Bucks have been playing together all year. Right? So for me, this is a tight team. This is a veteran team with championship experience. And as I look around this league, have you noticed that the elite teams seem to be multi-year deals, right? Think about the Warriors, the number of finals they've been in, right? Think about the Cavaliers. Didn't the Warriors play the Cavs multiple times in the NBA Finals, right? Go back a little bit more. Think about the Heat. Think about the three-peat Lakers, Think about the San Antonio Spurs. It takes a lot. It really does to get to an NBA Finals. But when a veteran team makes it work and realizes how to get there, and when they're loaded with stars, multiple stars, like Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, right, folks, look at the numbers. I know some of you are saying, come on, Drew Holiday is not a big star. He is a big star. When a team like this meshes, I believe deep in the playoffs, when they're going up against a team that is still acclimating to the personnel, right? The Nets, the Sixers. I believe a team like this, with continuity, is going to have the advantage. So out of all of these teams, right now, April 13th, 2022, the team I'm adding a little money to are the Milwaukee Bucks. Let me tell you, too, the Bucks are smart. 
They could have won their last game, or at least tried to win it. Lord knows they rested everyone with a pulse on the roster. They could have won their last game, and they could have faced the Brooklyn Nets in the first round of the playoffs. They didn't want to do that. Keep in mind, they beat the Nets last year, but they were lucky because James Harden, of course, was hobbling that series because KD's foot just happened to be a smidge on the three-point line. That was blood and guts. This is the veteran team that sits everyone. Let's Boston pass them in the, in the standings. So the Bucks don't have to deal. Don't have to deal at all with the Nets in the first round. Right? They get to play the Bulls. I believe they beat the Bulls convincingly. So then they get to the second round of the playoffs. And that's when things will be interesting. But they'll also be rested and they'll have home court. I think the Milwaukee Bucks, out of the four teams with a shot to win the Eastern Conference, the reconfigured Nets, the reconfigured Sixers, the internal turmoil Miami Heat, I believe against those teams, the Bucks have at least as good a chance to win the Eastern Conference as any of those teams. So the two bets I'm going to push today, I do like the Nets as underdogs over the Boston Celtics in that series. And I, I do like the Bucks over the Lonzo Ball-less Chicago Bulls to win that series, right? But let's not kid ourselves. Whoever comes out of the East, right? And the team that comes out of the East is likely to have huge names, right? And be Harden, Durant, Kyrie Irving, Giannis. They're going to run into a juggernaut. Phoenix is not playing games. Phoenix is the one seed in the West. They have the best record in the league. This is not last year. That's how I see it. We'll update this as the playoffs progress. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.